Thank you for tuning in to another fun episode with your favorite Mouska moms, Jennifer, that's me, Lori, Hi. and Juliana. What's up? <laughs> if you've been anywhere on social media lately, especially on the Disney fan pages, you've likely noticed people posting tons and tons of their trip pics, showing off insanely low crowds, zero wait times for attractions, and even midday surprise pop-up boarding groups for Rise of the Resistance. Yes, this is the slow season in Disney, and today we are going to break down exactly what that means, tell you exactly what it means for your next Disney Disney adventure, and uh, maybe we can plan a low season travel trip for you. So, but first, as always, we need our mask of cocktail. So, Juliana, take it away. All right. So today we're going to take a look at a lounge that is often not so easy to get into during the crowded season, but now during the low season at Disney. Um, you might stand a chance, and as luck would have it, it is uh, recently reopened since its closure in March of 2020 for COVID. I'm talking about the Tune-In Lounge, which is in Hollywood Studios. It's part of uh, 50's Primetime Cafe, or located right near there. Um, I love 50's Primetime. I think it's awesome. It's got this um, vibe that you've walked into in mid-century home, just a standard mid-century home. And with that, you get to drink one of dad's drinks, which is dad's electric lemonade. It's um, vodka, blue curacao, sweet and sour, Sprite, and most importantly, the souvenir glowing ice cube. Yeah. So, I mean, and if what, you- What more could you want? Right? right. And if you have children, you'll need to pay for an extra one <laughs> <laughs> because they're going to fight over it if you have more than one kid, right? I want the ice cube. Yes. It's yeah, very anywho. cute. It's very cute. I love this lounge. Yeah, it's it's a it's a super fun place. And I love the idea of, you know, you can order food at the bar. So if you can get in, if you can't get an advanced dining reservation for um 50s prime time, this is an option, especially on an adult trip. It's just a lot. And easier. I'm sure more of our listeners have been in here by default than not without without even realizing because they have a whole air like their their waiting area. When you're waiting for your table, you're waiting to be seated at 50s prime time. They have that whole area that's like a mid-century modern um, living room. Like living room. Yeah. Where yeah. you can sit on the you, the kids can sit on the floor and watch Howdy Doody or whatever. Yeah. The whole idea is that you're in dad's living room and mom's kitchen. Really cute. I love cool. it. I love, love it. it. So go check it out. All right. Yeah. Lori, All right. let's do it. Take it away. All right. So we are going to be talking today about low seasons and off season time to go and all the perks that comes along with it. Um, I think starting off first, before we go into the dates, basically the dates we're going to go into when we're talking off season, it's usually having to do around a school schedule. Absolutely. So if, if you're able to take your children out of school, or if you don't have children, um, then you take advantage of these dates when kids are in school. 
um, and parents don't want to take them out. Um, I know, you know, having younger children, I don't really care about taking them out for a couple of days or a week. I'm, you know, I'm like, what are you going to miss in kindergarten? You'll, you'll be okay. Yeah. You're diving right into the controversy here. I agree yeah. with you though. Like, like you said, before we start talking about the dates, know that school schedules are important, but yes. like, I, you know, I feel like middle school might be the time where it starts to get really hard for them to catch up depending you know if they miss a lot of school i'm still pulling my kids out for two days next month to go to disney i was just gonna <laughs> like, say i'm kind of at the point now and maybe because of covid where my school doesn't really care if they're going in well letters aren't going out so yeah. i'm like eh. i just so you know, we're all travel people, right? Like we find the experience to be worth it and all that stuff. But I mean, for, for a couple of, like I said, I don't think in sixth and eighth grade, I'd be taking my kids out for a whole week, but two days I'm going to do it. You know, they're going to have Friday and Monday in October. We'll see how it goes. But anyway. Yes. And I did that a lot more when my kids were younger. Now yeah. I just, there's no way. It's too much. As soon as they get older, you can't. So for the people that don't have the older kids or you're playing around with the idea, we're going to go through a lot of these perks on why, you know, it might be worth it to take your young aged elementary school. Or if you have no kids, why you need to head down at this time. If you have well, no kids, go. It's also a good argument for going with younger kids. A lot yeah. of people are concerned that their kids are too young. But no, you can because you get to take them. A, it's cheaper. Yep. in the low season and no crowds. I guess we should talk, let's talk about that. What are the perks of going when it's not so crowded? Oh, and may I say, please, that low season is super relative, <laughs> right? Like I think for, for a few years building up to COVID, low season was not as not crowded as it has been in the years past. But this mm -hmm. year it seems especially low. I expect yep normal predictions to, I, I feel like it was a reset and that next year we'll, we'll see the same kinds of low seasons that we've seen in the past that I love. Okay. Sorry. What do you get with a low season at Disney? Okay. Do we want to go through the pros and cons first, or do we want to go through what the dates are? All right. Let's start with the pros and cons. All right. So I think we should start with pros always. Cause I don't, are there cons? Yes, there are. Yes, there are cons. There are okay. Bit. Pros. Okay, so low crowds. crowds, obviously low crowds. Mm -hmm. um, do you enjoy being in Magic Kingdom where you can't move or do you enjoy being in Magic Kingdom where you could walk around and there's not a whole ton of people smashing into you? Um, so that is a huge pro. Um, another big one, I think, are cheaper flights, which if you have seen the flights lately, they are cheap. Um, oh, it's been insane. Yeah, apparently, insane. unless you're coming from Charlotte, but that's a whole separate story. That's a separate story. <laughs> yes. From big oh. airports right now, they are cheap. Um, yeah. yeah, cheaper. I mean, the flights get cheaper when you're not over a holiday, when you're not over big break times. People aren't traveling, so the flights get lower. So that's a huge, huge pro, especially when traveling with a larger family because, you know, five flights add up quick. And I think just because we are talking about low crowds, that doesn't mean that there is not as much to do because in no. the majority of these low crowd times of year, there are still parties or festivals going on that you can enjoy. So the pro of going during a low crowd season or month when there's still a festival going on is that also, you know, in general, you're having low crowds, but then to enjoy these festivals and parties with lower crowds is an even bigger bonus. So like Boobash is, um, you know, they have dates all, all this month and September is a very low crowd time of year to go. So 
um, being able to get your tickets, first of all, for the event is is a huge pro. And it's very likely that you're not going to be closed out of any dates during these low seasons. And then festivals, we have food and wine going on right now. So you're going to see lower crowds at the food booths and you're still going to have lower crowds for the rides. So you can do it all. You don't have to choose, you know, the food booths over the the attractions. You can right. do, it, do it all. So here we are mid-September seeing super low crowds right now, which is why we decided to do this episode. But at other times of year when historically low crowds are going on, Disney does bring things in to bring more people into the parks. So yeah, there's always something to do. Flower and gardens in the spring starts in February, right? Usually. Which I think was a big catalyst for, you know, you mentioned at the start of the podcast, how low crowds is a relative term and pre COVID, um, you know, years and years ago, September was always like this. Yeah. And then Disney recognized that and they're like, we need to do something to beef up sales and get more people into the parks. And lo and behold, here's food and wine. Right. And, and here's, you know, Mickey's not so scary Halloween party. And that did the trick, which is why September is still low crowd, but it's all relative. So. Right. But this year has been insane. Yes. Yeah. And I would say like, you know, us being travel agents, people asking general questions for us for Disney too. The first question out of everyone's mouth is how do I save on a Disney trip? How do I get discounts? How do I do this? And Mm -hmm. all we, you know, a lot of the pros that we've been talking into, it's saving you money. It is. So it's what the first question anybody asks is how to save money. And the first response back is you need to go during a low time. You need to go during the off season. Well, here's one. Yeah. Tickets are date-based. Yep. Pricing for ticket is date-based. It directly correlates to how many people they expect at the park those days. Um, and, rat- and pricing rate. pricing also for those parties. So Mickey's Not So Scary yeah. and yeah. Boobash, that's Special also event. date-based. Everything is flexible. Hotel rooms, rack rates change based on dates. You can see them change from days of the week. Rack rates change, but also you're more likely to see discounts on as as times get closer to when people are traveling, you know, then you see discounts released for dates in the fall that are historically low, dates in the spring well, that are historically low. Yeah, like Jen said, I mean, Disney's trying to figure out this is their low time. So how do they bring people in? They're going to throw a discount out. They're mm-hmm. going to put discounts on rooms. They're going to put discounts on packages. And this is what they do during this time. Packages don't come out till three or four months ahead of time, but that's because they look at their numbers and see how low it is right now. Right. Oftentimes you don't know when you book a package nine months in advance, six months in advance that there's going to be a discount, but you sure do increase your chances of one being released that uh, a travel agent can apply to your trip if you book during historically low times. And, and discounts aside, I always love, and I always tell this advice to my clients also, especially if they're calling me and they're like, we want this great trip, but it's one and done. We're only going once. Well, in that case, aren't you going to want to book, for example, the resort that you want to stay in rather than have to choose from among the resorts that still have availability? So by booking a vacation in a lower season, you are greatly increasing the odds that you can stay wherever you want because there's going to be available availability everywhere. So if you've always wanted to stay at the Polynesian, but you want to go during Christmas week, man, you better book that vacation the day it comes out and still hold your breath and make sure that you're able to get it and then pay through the nose to stay there. But if you go in September, you're going to save money by staying there. You're going to stay at your top choice resort because there's going to be availability. And, and it's the same with dining too. Like if you want to eat at Ohana, 
don't really expect to get your reservation Christmas Eve. But, you know, if you want to go on September 7th, random day, weekday in September, then your odds of getting that reservation go up a lot because you're fighting with a lot less people for that booking. So Yeah, I will say, so I have a client that's down there right now and she got most of her dining because she knew she was going during a low period, but she missed a few things. We weren't able to get them. And she has just gotten every single reservation she has wanted because the few cancellations that are hitting with the people from the night or for the dining reservations the night before, there was already availability. And now she's like, we basically get to pick whatever we want. Dining has been weird, right? Because yeah. it, it's not making any sense. That's And that's a whole nother podcast because like even with these carts being empty, reservations are gone and then they're all opening up at the end. And that yeah. I, there's more to it than that. I I'm think gonna... a, yeah. I think a lot, you know, th again, we could have a whole dining episode. It's of, been weird. Yes, you want to book things and you want to make sure you have everything. I think some people overbook a little bit and they don't release things until when they have to release them. Mm -hmm. um, but in, re in regards to this one, our, the dining options themselves are going to be much more open. Um, right. You know, Julianne and I are still trying to find October 1st right now. Um, anything that is not the low season. It is going <laughs> to be mark my words. October first is going to be the busiest day at Walt Disney World this year for sure. I'm sure Absolutely. our listeners already know that's the date of the 50th anniversary. Yeah, COVID, COVID aside, it's going to be huge. But. So we talked about all the pros, and I'm dying to get into the calendar because I know everybody wants to know when. We keep saying September. We've got lots of of, lots of tips for when yeah. we think are the best times to go, and of course, our experience is going during low season. That have been phenomenal but are there what are the why wouldn't you want to go during low season so i think one of the biggest see i depending on where you're from which one would be your biggest con but to me the biggest one is they, this is their slow period therefore they choose this time to do a lot of ride refurbs um a lot of rides go down they want to refurb them during the low season um you know you might have a few restaurants that may be down outside of covid because they were looking to refurb them a bit, little bit. This is when they tend to just throw on all the refurbs. Um, and again, we're talking like a non-COVID time where things are just kind of opening up now, everything. Um, but that to me, that's the biggest con. Because um, you will ruin my vacation if Splash Mountain is closed. Which they do tend to do like every January. January, yeah. Every there January. Are, there are trends. Splash Mountain's one that needs constant refresh because the water I would assume and so that one always goes down in February in January February the other thing is the weather right like if you want to be guaranteed that you can use the pools that or the water parks you can't go in February February is pretty slow you can't do that even early March you don't know what it's going to be like in Florida so there's weather you want to go you know early September still hurricane season so you don't know what could happen okay. i think that's the biggest con i've heard from people in terms of hurricane season to me i don't i mean i'm not from the south so i don't deal with hurricanes but i'm kind of like if you are from the south you don't care i'm like you're, you're in the middle of the state yeah and like how and many times does disney if, <laughs> if i'm gonna be riding out a hurricane i want to do it at disney world right that's where i'd be yeah i can count probably on one hand how many times the parks have actually closed because of hurricane weather but you are going to get rain every single day whether yeah. you go in September or August that's their rainy season as well so 
that's something to consider also if you want these beautiful, gorgeous Florida sunshiny days. Mm, September's not going to really be for you because it's kind it's of a crapshoot. <laughs> I do rainy. have to say, I do have to mention this because I've seen a lot of this lately. For people that have not been down there, if you are looking at your weather forecast and every single day says thunderstorms, it does not mean it's going to thunderstorm all, all day, day long. And I've seen so many people in the post be like, should I move my trip? No, dear God. Okay, <laughs> like there, It's, it's going to rain from 2 to 2.15. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> yeah. I know. It's bonus mouse tip right there. Yeah. I, like, I can't, it's really, I've been seeing so much of it lately and people are like, the weather looks horrible. And I'm like, and everybody no, knows it. They just forget. It's going to just rain. It'll rain for an hour. Well, you don't want to see rain in the forecast mm -hmm. on your vacation. So I no, get it, but Florida's different. It's, it is different. Yeah. Thunder and then I think, the, I think the last con really is just that, although this is less and less lately as Disney has been extending their festivals for like crazy amounts of time, but there are certain occasions in the low seasons where you're between festivals. So if that's something that's a real priority to you, the one that I can think of is that that time in between the festival of the holidays and the festival of the arts in Epcot which is usually right around January where there's like, like a, a week or so where there's nothing going on. I will say so the sunny side flip of that is I was there during the non-festival time. It was kind of nice. Less pressure, right? It was less pressure to taste all the festival foods and see it. And of course it was not busy because everyone's like, Oh, the festival isn't there. I'm not going to go. But then you got to enjoy the other snacks in Epcot that normally you're like, I'm not going to get cause I have to get the festival food. Well, so, I don't remember if our listeners remember, I don't know which trip it was, August or July, where we were saying, I think for Epcot, you need five days right. <laughs> because you need <laughs> your days where you can hit all of the festival booths. So that's at least two days. And then you need a couple days where you can just eat around the world like normal. So yes. like, normal? Not, like normal. <laughs> <laughs> You can eat like a pig, like, like you a, normally do. Like you normally do. Like, like there's do. there's different levels of pig. No, but I feel like we do, we focus a lot on the festivals because the festivals are exciting. They bring in different food. But every country has a ton of food regardless of festivals. All of Disney is fabulous, whether or not extra stuff is going on. They could take half of it away. There's still more than you can possibly do. Correct. Yes. Yeah. And there's, no. there's always fireworks. There's always the regular stuff and it's all awesome. Yes. So yeah, that is, those are kind of the cons. For I have another con. Oh, <gasps> If you go during the slow season, you will be back. <laughs> That's, so if you think you're just going to go, and I'm going to tell my story when we get into it, when we get into the best times of year to go. But if you think that you're going to go and just have one trip, it's not happening. No. If you go during the slow season, you will so fall in love. <laughs> you will be back. You will be back. Agreed. You will be back. No, it's, it, I, I think once you get used to those levels, I had a family that they went for their first time between Christmas and New Year's. And I tried to talk them out of it so many times. It was a group of like yeah. 12 of them. I'm like, this is your first time. I really don't think you should be going between Christmas and New Year's, but they did it. And of course they came out a little grumpy with how, Busy, how busy it was, I mean, the crowd level. And they came back in the middle of January and they like, they both turned to me and they're like, 
this is the best experience of our entire life. Right. And here's the other con. Now they're ruined. They're ruined for all future trips. Now they're ruined. They're like, we will never go during a break time ever again. I I will say that going during spring break or winter break, they, those are still magical, awesome trips, but, but you get spoiled during the slow season. And now a word from our sponsors. Mouse Kamams are avid travel enthusiasts, and our podcast is sponsored by Kingdom and Cruise Travel. If you are interested in booking a vacation to Disney or any other worldwide destination, be sure to check out the website, kingdomandcruise.com, and their Facebook page, Kingdom and Cruise Travel. What's okay. the slow season? So Should we'll we start, if we start, so we're, we're forgetting 2021 here, it's, we're gone. Um, <laughs> so we'll move into 2022. So starting the beginning of the year, this is my favorite time to go. Um, and it doesn't always work out, but this is my favorite time is January, February. Um, as long as you're avoiding the holiday weekend. So avoid president's day, avoid Martin Luther King, avoid marathon weekend, which tends to be right around MLK. Well, Um, yeah. So next year it's January 5th through 9th is the Walt Disney world marathon, but then the princess half is, um, the end of February 24th to 27th. So, so you can see away. to our point earlier, they drop these in on weekends when nothing else is going yeah. on. And and I have to say something about President's Day. So this is my advice because I, again, my kids are older, so I can't take my kids out of school anymore. So I really am stuck with going during all busy seasons. Like right. I have no choice. But what I tell my local clients here in New York, um, we are still among the few school districts in the country that we get the whole week off for president's week. Mm. And when I'm choosing my, my, my vacation week from these horribly busy weeks, this is yep. the least busy, busy week to go. Right. Because yep. not right. everybody in the country, president's day, forget it. That whole weekend is busy from the locals, the Floridians, but the rest of the week isn't so bad for a school vacation. I was going to say, we've done it. So my kids get the usually an extra day or two right around president. So it turns into a four or five day weekend, depending on the year. And we've gone many times during that time. Um, I enjoy it one because of the weather. I'm not a huge fan of the summer humidity and heat and dying on the surface of the sun. So (laughs) I enjoy the weather then because you're wearing like a hoodie in the morning. And usually by, you know, noontime, you can take it off and you're good to go. Um, so this, and it's president's day can be busy, but it's not, again, like you said, it's not Christmas, it's not spring break. So if you are stuck to following a school calendar a little bit, and you want to take advantage of a couple of those days, I think president's is a great, great weekend to take advantage of. It is. That's, that's my, my pick. So yeah, January, February, another great time is if we go into March, I think the beginning of March, um, right before that spring break, you're not going to have a whole lot of people that travel before spring break because they're going to be saving their travel for spring break right there's there's a couple of things to consider so like next year um easter is not until the middle of april so there are a lot of schools that do their spring breaks around easter and then there are others that do their spring breaks early march even late february the other thing i think we forgot to mention about january february is that a lot of times in normal times this is when cheer and dance competitions take place at disney world there are yeah. none that i know of on the books for 2022 no. But um, just for future reference, that is something Get that into you also. Cheer. I've had so many arguments about cheer competitions. They cheer during the day. They're not in the park. Right. They're Don't not. 
don't say in art of all stars right. and you won't see them. Right. right. It's it's just, I was going right. to say that that is going to affect if you want to stay in a value resort in right. all stars. But luckily, as we've said before, we are deluxe girls, so we shouldn't and have that, an issue with that. And there are gazillions of rooms in those values. So like if you book early enough, you're fine. And I was going to say, if consider. you're going during the low season anyways, then you have a little bit, you know, you have a savings with that values anyways. So you might be able to stay in a moderate and then you'll never see the cheerleaders ever. What's wrong with cheerleaders? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Anywho, so so spring gets tricky year to year because the Easter calendar changes and that changes a lot of vacations. But if you can avoid those weeks, there's, April say, is beautiful. April's beautiful. It, and even going back Flower to March, like our spring break usually is one of the earliest in the Midwest. So we usually do, I think, because we're just tired of the weather. Um, but we are usually every single year, the end of March. So 22nd, 23rd of next year. So it's that first week or two in March that you're not going to really hit spring break. No, so people tend to be, we're one of the earliest weeks and then you have the East coast coming in and then the Southern States coming in and everything right. else. Um, so, and then so spring breaks though, like spring breaks are just busy. I yeah. mean, it's not Christmas busy, but in my, and it's, it's not 4th of July close. busy, but it's darn close. It's and I've been down there spring breaks that were around Easter and spring breaks that weren't. And I, for my experience, the one that wasn't around Easter was more crowded than the one yeah. that was. I weirdly. hope so. We had, but these we were did. both April. Yeah. We did Easter break this past year and it was a little bit insane, even though it was during COVID and then we're going next year also for spring break for is Easter really, week. it's really, really busy. Spring break, Easter week is really busy. Um, but I think 4th of July and Christmas are worse personally. Yeah. I will say so we have this list going and the one we don't have on here, which I've done in the past is the last week in May. Before Memorial Day weekend. Before Memorial Day weekend. Just going to say that. I love that one. We tend to get out a little bit earlier for our school schedule. And I we I've had a bunch of people that book and they're like, eh, they'll miss the last two days of school. Not a big deal. Right. Um this one used to be this one used to be great for us because our preschools would get out the week yep. before, two weeks before Memorial Day. So I was going to say preschool age, you're, it's wonderful because yeah, you're sitting here going, all right, like with me, I have preschool and elementary and I go, what do I do with preschool for two weeks? Well, the other ones are still in elementary. Um, so this is a great time. I think end of May, the weather's beautiful. You're not in super hot season quite yet. Um, cause there is no date on our list that involves the summer. Um, summer is busy despite the raging heat like summer is summer it's busy gets worse in july lighter again at the end of august it depends on your definition of summer because as you know my kids just started back to school last week yes. so i just ended my summer and the last two weeks in august are fantastic for people yep. in my area because all you fools are already back to school. And as we talked about when we were talking about September travel, we're not planning vacations in the beginning of the school year because they just started. Like you can't have them go to the first day of school and then pull them out. Or maybe we can. I can. But, but, but the no, end of right. August is like money for, for people around, which is what we've been also seeing on these, these Facebook fan pages for Disney, right. these low crowds because yep. 
Well, we were there early August. There was nobody there. And I think it's because a lot of um, Florida schools go back early August. The Southern schools go back early August. And so it's really just people coming from out of state, I feel like, that are taking advantage of it. The problem is it's hot as Hades. But you just touched on September. And this is my absolute all-time favorite time to go. And that is precisely because everybody's gone back to school. So you've yeah. got like August gets slower and slower. Early September is going to pick up because of Labor Day. And then after Labor Day, everyone has started school. My kids at that point have been in almost a month, maybe three weeks. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. If you're still in elementary school, this is perfect. So now I'm going to weave in my story. We went, I've told you guys this before. We my husband and I grew up in Florida for part of our childhoods. We went all the time to Disney. I couldn't wait to take my kids soup to nuts, whatever. I was given carte blanche for one trip. And we went in September and I wanted to do everything. And we did everything. My kids were chosen for Enchanted Tales with Belle. They were chosen for the Festival of the Lion King. The only thing they didn't get to do that was special, crush talk to them at Turtle Talk. We didn't get picked as the family of the day, which broke my heart a little bit, but that was the <laughs> only thing that did not, I mean, like everything about this trip was so insanely magical and went perfectly. No crowds. We got every dining reservation we wanted. I mean, granted, I planned it from soup to nuts, but it was fabulous. We, it was just, it was, it was great. And like I said, the con here is that my husband didn't realize that now he was going to be going back multiple times a year, every year. Yeah. Because it was so great. I would say that's, I think September is just, it's one of those months where you can guarantee, I can guarantee to people the crowds are going to be low. The only one. Yeah. I really feel like it's the it only really, one. It really is. It. Things can happen the other months, but I can guarantee that September is a low month. Um, and again, when people are looking at this, you know, especially I think COVID kind of warped people's frame of minds too. If you were there during when the occupancy had to be lowered mm -hmm. due to COVID protocols, they're like, well, this isn't that slow. And I'm like, but you got to look at it as now we're back to pretty much normal occupancies. And this is slow. This is slow. This is slow. If you have seen the wait times on the apps, it is like max at three o'clock, 25 minutes. It's crazy. Well, people truly do not like to take their children out of school in the first month because everyone's getting their routines down and whatever. But sometimes you that can sports, be a... You got other things Yeah, going you got to get it. You got to get, get the routine but down. Yeah, to your point, my kids went back August 19th. Right. So, mm -hmm. so and yeah. September, I'm like, you've my been in five enough. weeks. Good enough. Right. <laughs> Yeah, my kids have almost been in a month by now. It's a great time to go. Well, and I quarantine for ten days, I and mean, I approach it. Let's go. I approach it differently because my kids, like I said, they don't start until after Labor Day. So for me, pulling my kids out of school yeah. after they've only been for a couple of days has never been an option. Yeah. However, it is my most favorite time of year to go on a girls' trip. Yeah. <laughs> because. You know, you have the food and wine festival, and which wine. is always amazing. You can do Mickey's Not So Scary or Boobash as it were right now. So there's special things to weave in there, plus low crowds. And even if it does rain every day, it is hot. So you get your pool time. All the water parks are open so that you can go to the water parks. And, and you can you can take a break from the park. We finished with Magic Kingdom, like finished with Magic Kingdom by 2 p.m. that trip. Yeah. 
Yeah. Which is great because you can't get alcohol there. So we left. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's the perfect for me. It's the perfect time. You know, I'm not going to bring my kids that time of year because for me, obviously it's different, but it's a great time for a girl's trip. Girl's trip, I think that's great too, because a lot of people, as soon as their kids head back into school, you know, if you're planning a girls' trip, this is when you kind of go. <laughs> it's, it's been a long summer. Of, yeah, it's been a long <laughs> summer. It's a celebration of bye bye. See you yeah. later. Yeah. And, like seriously. Know, no joke. If I I'm so jealous of the people I've seen in Florida that like their kids go off to school for the first day and they're like, it's all the moms. They take the day off of work and they're like, (laughs) I love that. Yep. I think we did that. We did that in Paris. We Um, went to Disneyland Paris like three days after we sent the kids to school. It was great. Why not? I love it. Yeah. So yeah, those. And then once you reach past September, I'm sorry, October, November, December, there's a very small window in November, right before Thanksgiving that if you do the week prior, but it's nothing compared to the other dates that we've mentioned. But if you're, if you want to do October, November, December, it's a very, very small window. Um, And also I think at adding to that small window right after Thanksgiving for the first week and a half of December, you know, if you, if you desperately want to be there to see the Christmas decorations and you want to have the best price with the lowest crowds, that's what you're going to have to do. Not this year though, right? Like early December is, I think this year, year, throwing the 50th into the mix, I think has changed a lot of things. So I don't think that this is very typical though for what what we're talking about, but yeah, 2021, not as much, but I think in the future, it's going to be back. Next year and on a note on next year, all the dates are released at this point. Um, so if you want to look at any of those dates, all those dates are released. Um, so that's really great. And especially if you're looking into a November and December and you want to take advantage of some of that stuff, I, you know, book it now that's, you know, that way you can secure your room and get what you want. Absolutely. And then knowing this calendar now also, there's really no cons to booking early. Because again, you can choose your dates, you have access to the most availability in terms of, you know, being able to choose which resort you want to stay in. And um, it's a $200 deposit, which is fully refundable as long as you cancel by 30 days. So $200, I spend that on dinner for my family of six. So I mean, there's really no cons to do that. So um so that's another that's another like mouse bonus tip is yes. just book early get something on the on the it doesn't it what did i read about something with your endorphins and just having something on the calendar to look forward to just helps so much especially you know after the year and a half that we've had it's nice to have things to look forward to 2022 will be normal the bomb it will be <laughs> oh, sorry, but we had another mouse tip. Although the yes. booking booking now for 2022, I think, is the best mouse yeah. tip. Yes, and then just on top of that, the mouse tip is that if you can travel during the off season, do travel during the off season. And you know, it, it's there's really there are very few cons to doing that. So mouse. Maybe we shouldn't have told them about September because now. I know. All of our listeners are going to flood the parks on September in September. Maybe they'll take us with them, right? Maybe. maybe. Now happen. it's ruined. Mm-hmm. Damn it. 
Forget anyway. it. Just kidding. September is <laughs> the worst time to be Don't there. go in September. Don't. <laughs> and thank you for spending another episode with us. If you've enjoyed this crazy podcast episode, please be sure to subscribe to our show so that you receive notifications when new content is released and you will never miss an episode. And please consider writing us a review on Apple Podcasts as well. Super helpful. And for the latest news out of Disney, don't forget to visit our blog at mouskamoms with an S blog.com and join our group on Facebook at Disney Planning and Chat by Mouskamoms. All of these links will be in our show notes, so please look for those. All right. Bye. Bye. Guys. Now it's time to say goodbye to all our company. Because we like you.